Welcome to Consume for Good. I'm Billy. And I'm Emily. And we're just your everyday couple trying to navigate a plant-based keto diet. This is our journey and we're excited for you to join. Before you decide to make any changes, make sure you consult experts before going down a path and that it requires you to change your diet. With that said, today we are excited to talk about our daily routine. Not necessarily the most exciting topic, but I think it will give you insight into what we do, um, kind of an explanation of some of the rationale behind what we do. Um, and then again, if you are interested in doing this sort of thing, a bit more information about how we do it on a daily basis. Yeah, I think everybody's routine is going to be different based on how you know they work and all these different things, right? Our timelines throughout the day are different from everybody else's. So we decided to kind of break it out into three major parts, our morning, our afternoon, and then our evening, and, and kind of how we kind of block things within that to really kind of one, stay on track, and two, with that normalcy in kind of a chaotic environment, working from home and this this new kind of way of life that we're adjusting to, trying to figure out how that all fits in. I'll start us off with morning. So we are working from home, obviously. We are fortunate enough to have jobs that allow us to do that right now, given the pandemic happening. So we are grateful, but that does, as you were saying, routine kind of got throughout the window when we started because we didn't normally work from home other than the occasional afternoon or morning here and there. Um, so it did take us a while to come up with our routine. We are very much morning people. So as we start with our morning, we start early. And in Georgia, it gets hot early. So you have to start early. We have been going for a walk in the morning, getting up, you know, somewhere between six and seven and going for a walk in the morning. It's still hot that early, I'll be fully honest, but that's the only way to get it in before it gets too hot in the day. We usually get up, Go for our walk, like I said, it ranges from, we kind of have two different loops. It can be an hour and a half loop or about a 40 minute loop, depending on how much time we have that day. And then we'll come back um, and right away you'll have coffee, I'll have some tea, and I'll usually get to work right away um, answering emails and things like that. I like to start early so that I can end my afternoon earlier too. As we're kind of getting going, usually about 10 o'clock timing is when we'll have our breakfast, which as of right now, our breakfast consists of just doing a protein shake with one of our favorite protein powders that we've recently found. That usually is a mixture of not just protein powder, but almond milk and MCT oil to get those get those fats in. And there's a bit of a reason why we do have a later breakfast. You'll, you've never been much of a breakfast person anyway, um, but I do take a medication first in the morning that you're not meant to eat anything for about an hour after and then not have anything with calcium in it for about four hours. So having that later breakfast, then we don't have to worry about does this have calcium? Does it not? Because obviously with us having almond milk and different other sort of dairy substitute products in the morning, they do have some calcium. Um, so there is sort of a rationale for us in that routine of starting earlier. With us having the tea and coffee, we usually will have a couple to kind of keep us going in the morning. But once our body's adjusted based on my kind of needed schedule, I don't really find myself hungry before 10 o'clock. Now, if we wait till 11 or so, then I'm definitely mm -hmm. ready, but it, it works out pretty well for us. Yeah, and that really kind of transitions us into what we consider afternoon, which mm -hmm. is going to be usually around 1130 is where that kind of starts to noon. I mean, pretty yeah. traditional like times of the day. Right after we've given our breakfast or late breakfast some time to digest and, and, and really get moving through our system, we usually add in, that's where we do our workout. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a natural break because obviously lunch breaks are you know, most people tend to still take those around the same time. So we're able to squeeze in about a 45 minute workout, um, you know, ranging from 
light interval training to heavy interval training, depending on where we are in the program that we're doing. After that, we'll usually take about an hour to kind of cool down mm -hmm. and I'll start working on making our actual lunch. And that's nice. The workout offers a really good break from the computer. I know my job, yours is a bit different, but mine is mostly meetings and uh, our office has a great idea. I do appreciate it. It's more human contact, but the video always has to be on. And sometimes that's really draining. I have usually about four hours of video calls in the morning um, and that lunch break and workout break offers me a break from that sort of like video call exhaustion. So I really love taking that break. And like we said at the start, there's no way we'd be able to go out in midday heat in Georgia. We are still adjusting. <laughs> that sure. humidity is something new to us. So it's a great way to break up the day, um, get some of that exercise in while you are sat in front of the computer. I know at a normal office, you'd pop up to get tea or you'd walk up to the restroom or walk to somebody else's office, whereas it's a little shorter of a walk to go get tea in your own apartment, right? <laughs> yeah, and that'll usually about two to three. We'll take a break, have a little bit of a snack, uh, generally peanuts or some yes, kind of nut just because yeah. they're, you know, they're good fats, low in carbs, and, and they really do kind of tide you over until dinner. Yeah, we drink a lot of water as well throughout the day. So usually um, sometime in the afternoon we'll have We'll fill a Nalgene with water and have chia seeds in there. And that does help kind of keep you full longer. And it's great fiber as well for your diet, especially on a keto diet that's sometimes lacking. So that's another piece we usually have with that afternoon snack. Just a big, big thing of water with a tablespoon or so of chia seeds in it. Yeah, and from there, that really rolls us into evening. I know this isn't very exciting, but I'm hoping <laughs> that the, the structure really kind of resonates of how to kind of build these different aspects into you know your daily routine to really kind of normalize something that's you know i think right now is very unnormal to a lot of people yeah so as usually right as you get done with work about 3 34 depending mm -hmm. we we like to do another walk and this is actually a more recent add-in mm -hmm. um you know we're kind of we're hot we're sweaty from the day <laughs> you know it's one of those things where we might as well just get another small walk in this walk is really not more of a, an exercise walk mm -hmm. to us as much as it's a de-stress, talk about the day, just be able to talk about everything that's going on and really kind of get those weird things out so that they're not, you're not holding on to them and you know, they don't cause more stress later down the road. Definitely. We love to do this. This for us is a big part of just our relationship. Even before this, we love a good long walk and talk about everything and put all the world's problems to rest, right? <laughs> um, so it is, it's nice. It's definitely hot and sweaty, so it's not always the most comfortable, but it is an important piece, I think, for us to talk through. I know I have to talk through stuff and I really enjoy getting that feedback and being able to bounce ideas off of you. And it's just a great part of our day and it helps segment that day as finished. If I don't close down my email, log out of everything at that, like you said, 3.34, whenever I wrap up, um, then I'm kind of checking or I'm listening and, and it's hard to walk away. So having that, nope, okay, we're going to put our shoes on, close everything down, walk away. Anything that's, uh, that comes in after this time, you can do tomorrow. So it helps us as well close out that day completely because it's, you know, when you're at home and your work computer is your home computer, it's sometimes it's really hard to step away. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Turning off that work 
personal life balance has definitely been a bit more of a challenge as of recently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, once once we get back from our walk, kind of get through the motions, cool down a little bit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, right now it's hot in Georgia, but it does cool down. It's not always a fiery inferno here. So <laughs> we just happen to be recording this during summer, so it happens to be hot. But once we cool down and, you know, that might not be necessary later down the road, once it starts cooling back down into fall, uh, we usually like to do a our dinner. Um, our dinners, we try and do more of a light dinner, more salad based, just so it's not so heavy sleeping. Um, I found that having a big dinner in the evening can be quite cumbersome after a full day. So um, that's one thing that we've been been trying to see if that makes a difference. Uh, it fluctuates sometimes when you really are hungry by the end of the day and need that, uh, that heavier meal to really kind of tide you over till bedtime. Yeah, we also have been, for lunch, we usually do a salad of some sort, so it's sometimes it's a bit of a repeat, but it's been nice to have those salads, and especially like not cooking when it's hot, obviously is great. Um, and sometimes we will have a salad, but then have a bit of a snack, maybe half an hour later, of some peanut butter, or again, some nuts. We definitely, if we're hungry, even if we've had a small dinner, we will have a snack um, to make sure that we don't go to bed hungry. We're not that restrictive by all means. Um, you guys know us well enough by now that we're not that restricted. So we usually will have that dinner. If we're still hungry, have some peanut butter, <laughs> something like that. Keep us going. And then that's when we try to do some work on Consume for Good. I know you, you do a lot of the work on our Instagram pictures, doing all of that sort of stuff. Just a bit of time on that um, before we will watch a bit of TV before bed. We will totally fess up that we don't watch the most highbrow things all the time. I think in normal situations, we might watch um, a bit better TV, but as life has got a bit more stressful recently, we have been watching a bit more reality TV, dare we say it? <laughs> and that's nice to just have something to, to just watch and not have to really pay attention to yeah. and sort of let your brain decompress. The walk helps with that earlier in the day, but also some of that watching that is nice. Um, and that's what we'll usually watch, a bit of TV. And then obviously with us getting up early, we don't go to bed too late. Um, I feel like it's earlier and earlier if I have a choice in it, but <laughs> we do watch a bit of TV and then when we go to bed, as we've said many times, we'll put on a meditation first. We usually will go to bed and chit chat for a while, talk about other things. You know, we, we spend 90% of our day <laughs> chit chatting and talking yeah. so it doesn't end at any point, um, but we'll kind of slowly go to bed. We don't kind of go to bed and then suddenly go to sleep. We chit chat, we'll do a meditation and and then sort of slowly drift off from there. Yeah, and we've talked about how we've been using the Calm app to help segue us into the next sleep. Uh, it's definitely been really nice. I feel like my sleep has been a lot better. Yeah. And I think a lot of it really comes down to that, being able to kind of let the stuff that you might be thinking about from the day go. And the Calm app really disrupts that thinking so that your mind can just drift to sleep. It's just been really, really nice. For sure. I know that I, if I, we don't have that to disrupt those thoughts, that's what I end up thinking about and all those other things and that massive to-do list of things that we should be working on. And it's nice to just, like I said, disrupt those thoughts and focus on peacefully going off to sleep and not being too stressed about the fact that you're not sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Kind of some things that we're looking to improve on and add in, I would say is, you know, after a certain time at night trying to be off our phones, you know, mm -hmm. you can get in the habit of you're not on your computer, but you're on your phone. And I think a lot of those things, running the call map, you really can't be on your phone while that's going because you basically said, this is, I'm, I'm going to sleep now. Yeah. Well, which is good, I think. Uh, 
it just, it, it really helps. But those are things that we have recognized that we do and we're trying to do better and, mm-hmm. and it's not perfect yet. And it'll probably never be absolutely perfect because everything changes on such a quick basis nowadays that yeah. we're always going to be playing a little bit of catch up. But if we can limit as much as we can to really make the day less stressful by the time we are going to bed, I think that that's the most important thing. Yeah, and that's one that I think we'll continue to work on and finding new ways. Um, It's been, like you said, a big part of our conversation of how do we have a less stressful day. And part of that is really solidifying our routine. I think when we know that this is what's coming next, this is the time that helps. It's less of a, oh, it's three o'clock and we haven't had anything to eat yet. You know, it just helps us when we both know that routine and what to do. and, And we can both plan our work days around that to ensure that we sort of stick roughly, I mean, it's never perfect, but roughly to that routine. And it just kind of helps us keep those, the walk in there, the exercise, um, the other walk. And then we do have those few things built in to to keep us somewhat less stressful. So that's kind of a look into how we kind of go about each day. And we try and stick to this every day throughout the day. Obviously things do change, meetings come up that don't necessarily fit within this exact timeline, but Having that normalcy, I think, has really helped us, you know, keep sane in, in these yeah. interesting times. One of our favorite parts of what we're what we do on a weekly basis is really trying to adjust when you know we find some wins, mm-hmm. we find some fails, and, and adjust things that we've we've done to try and make them better. And that's adjusting within what we're eating or what we're doing and how mm-hmm. we're approaching these things to really kind of bring in that all-encompassing, full-rounded health idea, right? Yeah. And so I think this week, you know, for our wins we are really seeing more productive days because not only are we really looking at building out the routine that we just talked about, Mm -hmm. but we've also rearranged kind of our living room to not look like a traditional living room Mm -hmm. to really try and maximize and be more productive before we really kind of had it set up where one person could be doing a video call in the living room while the other person had to be in another room because there just wasn't a good way to really arrange the video camera to not or you know you didn't want to be walking across people's which i think a lot of people understand that that's a thing but so in changing that we now can be in the same room at our desks really working at the we're not worried about getting in each other's way which is good right and we don't have to have that discussion of like you said of i need the room for video call this time there's no negotiation of the shared spaces now they're um open to both of us which um, will really help us be more productive and, and help us stick to that routine because I think that's another piece is when the other person moves into the other room and then they kind of set up their space there. Okay, well now it's our break that we'd normally do this, let me move all my stuff back. Mm-hmm. It just sort of makes it harder to stick to that schedule and makes it harder to uh, keep that routine and keep what we're doing. So definitely it's helped us just be more productive and feel a bit more like a workspace rather than a home space that we happen to be working in. Yeah, as for fails, uh, this isn't really a fail. And normally our fails are not like fail fails. They're usually (laughs) a recognized fail and what we're adjusting, I think is a better way of putting it. But we have noticed that we have been relying a little bit more on some sugar-free snacks after dinner as like a dessert supplement. And so I think we've decided that we want to kind of rein that back a little bit to see we're seeing more improvement within the, the day-to-day and the weekly progress of, of, of our, our diet. And that's one that we have tried in the past. I think, you know, we have shared that we love Smart Sweets. Um, Project 7 has some sugar-free gummy bears, things like that. And we do like those. I think they're a great way to transition out eating 
traditional sweets, definitely low carb. They have a great taste. There's nothing against them. That's one of those choices that we want to be kind of conscientious of that, that we have taken one sweet thing, we've replaced it with another. And instead we'd like to just cut down mm -hmm. on that. So cutting out the fake sugar, it's one that, like I said, we've tried before and not been successful. It sort of creeps up on us. You know, we'll cut it out completely and then had a long week and okay, well, I'll just get some while I'm here. And then you're back in your routine of buying it with every grocery shop. So that's one that we want to be a bit more conscientious. And like you said, it's not necessarily a fail as such. It's just one that we would like to turn our attention to and just be really conscientious of not falling back on that habit just because it's a stressful time of eating like sugar replacements. Yeah. And if you're eating just as much replacements of what you were eating before, is it really productive in general? So that's really our, our fail and how we're adjusting to to that. And, and as we segue into the end of this, another adjustment that we have really um, kind of noticed and, and we've added in another walk in our day before we were doing a long walk or we were doing an intense workout. Well, now we're doing both. Yeah. And that's one that, again, we're trying to, we mentioned before, we're trying to work on ways to de-stress. So adding in the walk helps us de-stress. It's one of our sort of go-to um, things to talk things through and just get it all out while getting some physical activity. And as we've also said before, we've seen less change on the scale. So we've been working out. We also live in an apartment, so there's sort of a limit of how much we can be working out that intensely. <laughs> um, sure. So adding in the walk adds a few more calories burned, a bit more activity, a variety of activity throughout our day, but also helps us de-stress. So we're hoping it'll just help us feel better emotionally, but also might help us shift on the scales a bit more. As we've said many times that we've sort of slowed down on the skills more recently and, and big picture, we're happy to plateau a bit. There's so much going on and everyone's under a lot of stress and, and this is sometimes hard to have such a restrictive diet when there's so much stress going on, but we would like to, to still keep those goals that we have in mind and, and walking is something we enjoy and so if we can add it into our routine and and it has the added bonus of some shift on the skills, then we're all for it. Mm -hmm. Just means a bit more. The more sweaty activities. <laughs> yeah, just just one more, uh, one more hot activity. Yeah, with that, I think that's the episode. Thank you so much for joining us. We're really excited that we're able to bring our journey, and hopefully, our journey is helping in some way. Whether it's a small change that you're you're doing to your daily routine or a big change, we we'd love to hear if the stuff is you know truly making a difference and helping out. That that's really awesome to us, and and this is really a great way for us to talk about these things and really. It's another form of de-stress, I believe. Right. You know, it, it really right. helps. So with that said, don't forget to follow us on all the major socials. You can find us at Consume for Good or at consumefor.good.com. We have another episode coming next week. I will say that we are changing up the format a little bit uh, to try and make it a little um, more fun and kind of break it up a little bit so we don't really have a planned theme for next week as of right now. So we're excited to figure that one out in the next week before we bring you uh, our next uh, podcast. Sounds good. We'll see you guys next week and hopefully we'll figure out a format by then. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs>